0: everybody welcome to busy living so bob is it living so bob living
1: so bob what up what Hi. up what up good evening good evening it's late it's late what time
0: is it oh, it's
1: not that late yeah. it's late for us Do you know
0: what today is episode Two twelve. Two one two means two one two area code for New York City. Two one two. How About that. And it is uh, episode two twelve. Looks exciting. Pretty exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Still my workout clothes.
1: What are we talking about?
0: We're talking about we've left step three. We have. We're embarking on step four. How
1: about that? Yeah. Made a, a fearless and searching moral inventory. No, of make
0: made fearless and thorough thorough
1: Thank moral you.
0: inventory of yourself
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I find it and I I've been, I actually thought about it today I've um I've heard many 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 people be scared of this one and um yes really scared
1: well a lot of people like unfortunately a lot of people kind of get to this point and then they they go away they leave
0: They're like, done, I'm done, I'm not doing this.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That first stuff was kind of okay, but this thing is just, oh, wait a minute, this is getting too deep. Mm -hmm. Too
1: deep. Yes. They want to let the sleeping dogs lie.
0: Let them, let the skeletons stay in the closet where they belong. Exactly. Exactly.
1: But somehow, somewhere, someplace, I heard somebody say something like, you're only as sick as your secrets. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. So this is a great opportunity to not have any secrets.
0: It's a huge opportunity, and they say any good business does a very thorough inventory.
1: If that's true, even even though we're not a good business,
0: we're not a business, but you know, as human beings. Mm-hmm. Like we have to get a clean slate, and I think that sometimes people don't think they can get a clean slate. Or if I have to tell somebody how bad my slate really was, they aren't gonna, they're not gonna like me. They're gonna judge me. They're not gonna be want to be my friend. Sure,
1: I think a lot of it is um doesn't even have to like it's funny. A lot of it is just stuff we carry on that doesn't even really deal with other people. You know, it's just these things that can keep us up in the middle, like wake us up in the middle of the night you know, and stuff you don't want anybody to ever find out. Right. And uh, most of it's, I've, I've done this myself. I've done it with a bunch of other people and it's, you know, What do you the, mean?
0: What have you done a bunch with, are you talking about yourself personally or what do you, tra- I, I don't know.
1: I've, I've done it myself. I've done my own fourth step.
0: Okay. yeah, And, that's then, I've, what I'm
1: understanding. and I've, then I've listened to other people's fourth steps. And I've never like revealed. I've never, I've just never heard anything that was like that like oh my god, you know, like nothing shocked me. Nothing no. was nothing was. It's all it's all in our heads, and that's why it's so. In our heads. That's and, why it's so good to get it out.
0: Well, it's so good to get it out. It's so cleansing. What is? And when people would say, "Oh my god, I'm so scared to do a four step for me," and um, what? For me, um, my first four step. Mm-hmm. I still remember it. I still remember it. Cause um everybody around me was like this is scary and I'm like well if I don't know what my my stuff is no one else will
2: mm-hmm.
0: number one number two I didn't go back that far I know some people like I know I know i my my experience is completely different than yours mm-hmm. and so mine I was like all right I'm just gonna glance back I was not gonna go oh my god let me stare and let me go figure out everything I did since I was in first grade which I wouldn't remember anyway because I have a horrible memory um hmm.
1: you always remember everything I do <laughs> <laughs>
0: well not all. some things yes mm-hmm. but I don't remember stuff from back then so um but the longer I sit it's over more would come up but in the beginning I was like yeah I'm not going all the way back there but I just did it like I just did as much as I could do.
1: Sure, it's part of the program and you right. just go along with the program. And what um What know, did you have to do? What I what I what I learned from myself was that or at least this is the way I look at it myself, is that you go through life and things happen and somehow, like before you know it, you're dragging around like this wagon full of crap behind you. know? And we don't
0: mean clothes or suitcases or things like that. I mean, it's
1: like, it's crap. It's It's emotional stuff. Yes. And it's it's emotion. It's it's, all emotional. And it's just a wagon load of it. It's heavy. It is. And so this is the opportunity to like, to start lightening that up. And that's what I learned. Like the first time that I went through and did this was like, wow, this like, it feels good to get rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, it really does. And, um, you know, my, my experience was as time went on, like, like you said, like you couldn't remember a lot of things. And what I found was like, the longer I was sober, the more I could remember. And so therefore I could like do more stuff. I could lighten my load up more, you know?
0: I didn't know that I wanted to go back there yet. I didn't think I could handle it emotionally probably.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Could be. I know that. Yeah. In the beginning I was like, but I want to do this cause I want to be sober more than I want to be drunk. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that's there that I'm willing to disbulge the first time I want to be willing to do that. I want to do that. So I'm going to do whatever I can to um, to keep moving on the process because I wanted to do that. I wanted to graduate to come out from these steps. Right. And so the first time I did it, it was very um, it was um it was cathartic and it was good. And I wrote it out. But what happened to you? what happened to you
1: the first time yeah well the first time i did it i had you you guys have heard me talk about my sponsor pete before she's getting up to let the dog in and uh and uh you know so pete wanted me to do this fourth step and uh and he uh so he gave me some things to read he said read this read this in the big book it's not much and uh and then read read this in the uh the 12 steps and 12 traditions, read the one about the fourth about the fourth step and just read that. And then you can just, you'll sit down, you'll just do it. And then when you're done, let me know. And uh, and we'll talk about it. So he didn't really give me a lot. He was not very hands-on as it were. And uh, and I was probably, I don't know, I was, I was somewhere around, somewhere between three and six months over, I don't remember exactly. And uh, And I was still really in La La Land, I really was. So I read this stuff and I thought about it and I thought about it for like two weeks and I called up and I said, Pete, I read it, and you told me to read and I thought about it. And uh, I gotta be honest with you, I really don't have any character defects." <laughs> <laughs> so then he said, ah, oh, geez. Well, <clears throat> okay. Well, maybe let's try a different tack then. Let's, why don't you, do you know what the seven deadly sins are? And I, I really didn't. So he told me what the seven deadly sins are. What are they? I do know. like there's sloth, there's envy, there's greed, there's there's stuff like that. I'm I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly what out. they are. Okay. <clears throat> and he said, "Why don't you just? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you write about write like you know a little uh, blurb about each of the seven, seven deadly sins and how that applies to your life?" And uh, and that I was able to do. And it kind and it got me. It got me on my way because it got me thinking about. Uh, it really got me thinking in the right direction of you know the the fearless and thorough moral inventory. Um, and not too much long, not shortly thereafter, I was actually able to sit down and do a real fourth step as you're supposed to do it in the big book.
0: Okay. So the seven deadly sins are, they're typically ordered as pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. 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 There you go. There was a thought. You said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's important to me. That's why yes. I don't want to be lazy. No. So um and you know, and, and what I you know, what I believe anyway is that, you know, if you it's just like everything else in this program, you have to be willing. As long as you're willing, you know, that's good enough. And you'll be as as fearless and thorough as you are capable of being at that time whenever you do it, you know, and you will. And what'll happen is, and you know it too, some time will go by and you'll it'll dawn on you like oh, I think I could be a little more fearless and a little more thorough than I was, you know, whenever I did that last one. And I would like to do it again because I still feel like there's still stuff in my wagon that I want to get rid of.
0: But I can say this, that for me, even lightening the load a little bit that first time I did it was,
1: good oh it's great oh my god that? the
0: lightening the load even just a little bit like yeah. even if you can lighten it for like a little bit just even a little cut take a couple things out of that wagon and give them to somebody else it's just so freeing well it's just is so freeing and i think that that's like you know it's so
1: and the best part about it is for me is like once it's out of the wagon it's never comes back again it's just gone whatever that stuff Yeah, does.
0: i yeah. agree you, yeah. May,
1: you may put some new stuff in there. It's up to you
0: <laughs> well, i think we're all human so we do uh-huh. human things um i think that um but doing that inventory and doing it in a way that was like i really i think that there's sometimes there's stuff that you carry around that's so scary and i'm gonna go back to like getting a fellow traveler hint or a sponsor whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um it's uh, they don't even sometimes like to have labels to people that are that help you along the way and whoever it is that you go to if it's pre let's say it's a priest say it's a friend say it's. uh You know, a relative whoever it is that you're going to do this process with of clearing out your wreckage of your past and writing these things down. Make sure it's somebody you feel that you can be honest with and someone that isn't going to judge you because I think that is really important, because I think that if you are with someone, if you're confident, your sponsor, your fellow traveler, whatever you can, you want to call it, is not someone that you feel like you can pick up the phone and tell them anything, that probably shouldn't be the person that you're using. And you might say to me, but that's who I want to use. And um, But finding someone that you can be your authentic self with is just like the most important thing ever. Right. Like, I just think that's the most, and we're not at that part of you telling it to someone, but I just think that if you're with someone that's saying to you, you have to do four step, you have to do four step, you have to do four step. You're going to, and you're like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't get it. I don't want to do it. It's too scary. And if the person doesn't hear you or doesn't give you advice or hold hand holding, I think there's something that needs to be revisited with the person that you're walking with. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion, because I think that, especially in some 12 step programs, the ones that I've been to, there's some some people out there that are not always out for your best interest and are not always, you know, I just think it's sometimes I wanna make that transparent and you might be like, well, the one I go to, the person isn't that great or da, 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 da. I'm gonna tell you, if you haven't found the right person, there is the right person there. You just haven't found them in that spot.
1: You'll and, find a great person if you-
0: Right, if you just, you have to look. And mm-hmm. it's like, I have to think that it's like, I didn't like everybody in the bars I went to. So I had to go to different bars, right? It's not like you're gonna like everybody in the first meeting and might not like the, all the people that are there. There's no one that you feel like you feel comfortable with. If you don't find anybody there, go to another one. And if that means even online, you know, I've had people, you know, come online and, sure. you know, and said, and reached mm-hmm. out to me. And um, I've been happy to do that. It's been an honor, actually. It's been a very big growing experience for me as being able to help people, fellow travelers get through this one day at a time, because it this is such a um, cunning, baffling, powerful disease. And, um, you know, for so long, I thought that, you know, I was a bad person because I had this disease. And you know, I I, it, I didn't know that I could ever get better and you can't, you can't get better. Absolutely. And you can lighten your load even, even if you do it one little package at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, it's not how much, it's just that you do it at least once. Cause if you do it once and it's not as scary as it proceeds it itself to be.
1: Right, and a big part of it too. And I think a big part of the load for me anyway was, um you know, a big part of it is, is all, you know, all the people that you have resentments towards, which is like, I mean, that's an easy place to, I think it's an easy place to start in the, uh, in doing the fourth step is uh, just to get all the people you have resentments towards down. Um, Because what happens is you write it all down and like you've done this. So, so many of it, like so much of it, as you're writing it down, you're like, why do I have this? Like, uh, it's time to let this go. You know, it's already gone. You don't even need to take it to the, to the next step, which we're not even talking about right now, you know, and that really lightens up the load a lot.
0: And I think something that um, I've been thinking a lot since you've been talking about right now is that um, one of the biggest people, in fact, I think the most important person you have a resentment about Mm -hmm. is yourself no doubt that is by far the hardest the most uh that is the one is forgiving yourself and writing down yourself when it feels really uncomfortable because we as self-centered as an alcoholic is as alcoholic also just at least i found this for myself and for some people i work with or i've worked with along the years um is that we carry this just this burden about ourselves that we are bad people, that we're horrible people. Sure,
1: it's really easy to forgive somebody else, you know, and try to forgive yourself.
0: Right. He's interrupting me.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm just gonna talk again because mm-hmm. he just interrupted
1: me. But that's how it uh, works.
0: I know, but it's not good that way. <laughs> Cause I was on a train of thought. But um, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have a resentment towards you. <laughs>
2: um,
0: but I think that it's And what I was trying to say, and I think you, I I, kind of lost my train of thought, but what I was trying to say is that when we sit down and we write these, if we write about like, but uh, you know, I can, for me, I can forgive anybody else. I can write down a resentment towards a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, um, but when you say to write one about yourself and truly forgive yourself is like, it's hard. It took a long time for me. And I feel like that's the most important thing. I mean, family's important and then, you know, friends. And then I think friends come and go for, they come in for, a, you know, they come in for a season and they leave for a reason. And, um, but taking the time to really d- dissect yourself and realize, all right, this is what I don't like about myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And identifying it and writing it on paper and nine out of 10 times, at least for me, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did that. And knowing that your higher power has forgiven you, whatever your higher power is, I don't care if it's it's Jesus, the trees, the squirrels, whatever it is, um, they've already forgiven you. The universe has already forgiven you. Correct. But you forgiving yourself takes a lot of...
1: Humility. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: that wasn't what I was going to say, because a lot of people don't. we've been talking about humility, but you don't understand that it takes a lot of humility, but the at the bottom line, at the basic core of the whole entire thing and not using such strong words, maybe is that it takes chutzpah, it takes time. It takes, it's so hard. And to really say, I'm okay with me. Mm-hmm. I am okay with me today. Even though I am an alcoholic, I'm okay. I'm a good person. Cause a lot of people don't think they're good people. We True. beat ourselves up. True. We yeah. beat ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And I think that women, I don't know if men do this as much as women, but I know we do carry around this stuff and talk about a wheelbarrow. I mean, we'll remember things that somebody did to us like five, 10, 15 years ago and carried around with us like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's very, um, and we remember it all the time and we don't set it free. Right. And so then we don't like the person, at least that's what happens to me. I don't like the person anymore. And I'm like, I'm not delving back into that. But with myself, I have to go back there every time and be like, all right, Elizabeth, what is going on with you? uh
1: Yeah, we've you had this discussion, you and I've had this discussion over the years between men and women. I don't think men, like most men, don't carry grudges around quite as blatantly as women do.
0: Oh, I totally agree but with you.
1: Most men also, you mean the the grudge that they carry around is the grudge with themselves. And that's what they really carry around.
0: Well, I remember just an example of this because you just made me think of it. Mm-hmm. Men and women. So I go. I remember my son was at camp. He was his first year. He was like 10 years old. He went to oh, good camp. Good story, people. Is this a good story? It is a good story. It's a good story. So he was 10 years old and he goes to camp. And my, my oldest son has always been, I don't want to say he's big, like, but he's big. He's a big kid. He's just always been a big kid. He's a big boy. He is my big boy. And um, I go to camp. And I pick him up at the end of the summer and he's there for seven and a half weeks and I get there and he has this mohawk and he's reading the New York times, whatever. I was not even, I was like, who are you? Um, and I said, how was camp? He said it was good, except for this one kid. And I said, what was up with the one kid? He goes, well, the one kid is kind of a jerk. He just, he not, he nudges me. He does this to me. He does that to me. He's not a good kid. And I'm like, Did you beat him up? And he's like, No, mom, I didn't beat him up. I'm not, you're not allowed to be physical with people. That's not cool. I'm not going to beat him up. I just think he's kind of a jerk.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: I'm like, Oh my God. Well, and of course, my son wanted to go back the following year to camp. So he goes back the following year and I call the head of the camp and I'm like, Hello, what's up? His name was Jim. I'm not going to say his last name, but whatever. I'm like, What's up, Jim? Um, I really don't want my son in a cabin with this person. Okay, 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 Mrs. Chance. Okay, Mrs. Chance. We won't put him in. Uh-huh. We won't put him in. The, we uh-huh. will put him in, in the cabin with uh, with your son. And I was like, okay, great. So fabulous. So here comes year two. Mm-hmm. So Kent goes up to camp. I get there. I go to pick him up. I'm like, so, how's da da da? And he's like, I'm like, were you in a cabin with him? He's like, oh yeah, mom. We were in the same cabin together. And I'm like. How did it go and he's like what do you mean it was totally fine mom what do you mean
1: he like, had probably already forgotten about the last he was year like,
0: right? I, and i'm like <laughs> sitting here years later going oh my god why is this kid why did not he listen to me why is he with this kid still oh my gosh this is horrible and i wanted to manipulate the entire thing and <laughs> jim was like whatever elizabeth i got this it's
1: funny it turned. this out- is
0: guys guys do not care
1: People have been running a boys' camp for 100 years know how to handle things, right? Right, yeah. exactly.
0: So that was like uh-huh. my first. And I was like, what's up? And, you know, me, I'm like, well, I still remember exactly what he did to you. And it's like, whatever, mom, you're crazy. You're mm-hmm. like, why do you hold on to this stuff? He said that to me many times, that child he said, why do you hold on to stuff? And um, I think, I don't know if it's all women or if it's just this woman that holds on to stuff, but I do, I hold on to stuff and I carry it and I carry it and I play it around in my head and I play it around in my head some more. And then And then I eventually get on the phone with my fellow traveler, my sponsor, and I'm like, what should I do? And she's like, you need to write about it. mm -hmm. And you need to give it to God. You need to give it to God. That's my higher power Scott. So um, I have to give it to God. So that's what I do. I write it down and I realize, like you said earlier, like it's not really, is it worth even carrying this around? No.
1: No, especially no. when, you know, we always do the same thing with sponsors, right? Like, it, 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 you, you know, you write all this stuff down and and uh, you're like, like these other people have like, they have completely forgotten about it. right? Like they have no idea. Like it's not taking up any space in their heads. It's only taking up space in your head. So get rid of it, let it go. Free up the space. Let it go. Cause you can do something else with fine. that space.
0: Just like that step before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and I know that people do it out of the big book that he just talked about. And if you don't go to a 12 step program and you're like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about, I get it. And you might not, you might not know what we're talking about. And um, so making a moral inventory of yourself, you can do on your own. Sure. I mean, if you're not going to a 12 step room, I mean, for me, I, they work for me. But if they don't work for you, that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. And if you have to write it down on a piece of paper yourself and just tell it to somebody like the stuff that's car- that you carry around that keeps you up at night and write it down, like what, who you're resentful of, the name, the cause, what happened,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what it happened, this is what happened and write it out on a piece of paper, like tell the story that you had happen and then how it affects you. How does it affect you and you might be like what do you mean how does it affect me does it affect your other relationships does it affect and nine out of ten times it affects a lot of things it affects because i think that we can't be present if we're constantly worried about somebody else
1: correct and with all these things too it, it, it all i believe anyway it all affects our esteem because it yeah. just all like makes you feel bad
0: right so, and if you feel bad, then you don't want to do anything else. You don't want to associate with other people. You don't want to go shopping. You don't want to have relations with your partner. Hey, so you don't want around to saying like
1: I'm a loser. I'm just going to sit here
0: and, be and a I'm in mm-hmm. right, a pity party, right? The only party, nobody wants to ever go. To. Exactly. And then I think that then, you know, and then writing, um, how it affects you and then what defects it brings up in you of those seven deadly sins,
1: right?
0: Yeah. So does it affect your esteem does it affect let's see what were they again
1: does it affect does it, you financially
0: does it affect you financially which is greed does it affect your lust? does it affect your envy gluttony wrath pride sloth mm-hmm. so what of those seven deadly sins and then just write it down that's all step four is writing it down yeah right step four, four is down. not even
1: sharing it with anybody no
0: just write just it down. doing the work just write it down mm-hmm. just write it down in a notebook at least for me that's what works for me Write down in a notebook, write down what it is that you have in your head that's driving you crazy, that you can't stop thinking about. Whoever that person is, if it's a loved one, if it's a spouse, a partner, it's a family member if it's a sibling if it's a kid if it's a neighbor if it's this if it, like whoever it is if it's an institution mm-hmm. if you hate the presidency write that down if you can't stop thinking about the presidency this this election and one either the president or the in or the the other nominee for president is driving you crazy write that down write it down Sure but no need to like get fret about it. I think mm-hmm. that's something that like people are just carrying this stuff around and it makes them angry and then it comes out sideways it's I was listening to something today where they were talking about how today in today's world is the first time that people are just like really against each other like nobody if you're if you are one way, then you're only that way and if you're this way, you're that way but there's no like you can't even be friends with a person who's the other way mm-hmm. And that obviously jacks one up meaning it gets you emotionally on you're in, like for me, it's like you're emotionally in not in a good place if that's where you are.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yep, just yep, just reacting with it along with everybody else. A lot of a lot of bad stuff going on. Good to let go. It's funny when you're talking about like, it could be your neighbor, it could be this, it could be that, it could be anything in it. And uh, I'll relay a little story. This Please is, do. This is about, it's not about me, it's about my dad. And when I was growing up and we had this toaster oven and he hated it. And he had such a resentment for this toaster oven. He would yell at it every day. He'd get angry at it every day. He just couldn't stand it. And uh, so he finally, he he brought a, uh, a new toaster. He brought a new toaster oven home and he took the old one and he took it out. He beat it up with a hammer and threw it in the trash. But it could be it could be a toaster oven. It's a little extreme, but I get it. You know, I get it. It's just whatever it is. You You gotta
0: write it down. Write it
1: down and get rid of it. Write it down.
0: Get rid of it because I think it's the act. Somebody told me a long time ago, and if you don't believe in God, you don't have to believe this. But. like for me it's it's what he this person said to me when you write it on paper it's like you're literally writing it and giving it to god because mm. you're getting it out of here you're getting it on paper and you're giving it to somebody makes else. sense yeah it's like it's physically you're like physically taking it from here putting it in in your pen writing it on paper.
1: and i never liked typing it on a computer
0: no, yeah. I don't think that that's a cool way to do it anyway no. they say I
1: don't like never say, like that.
0: I know there's Pe- people, people who do like it. to
1: do spreadsheets and all that stuff. Oh I, I like know that. people
0: that have written like 10 spreadsheets. We have a friend who's no longer right in um on here anymore and he was like and he passed away but he would be I think he wrote his on a complete huge mungus spreadsheet mm-hmm. I think that's what he did and um and it's uh it's um it's pretty, you know. It's, I think that everybody's gotta do what they have to do. I think that whatever feels comfortable for you. I think that the problem is, is that sometimes we're not comfortable with things and other people want us to do it. And we're like, but this doesn't feel comfortable. And, but if, it, if, if, I, I think you've got to just take the time to be comfortable. I think you've got to take the time to be comfortable.
1: And what's all the fear about, the let's fe- talk about it.
0: What do you think the fear is about?
1: There's, I mean, you said some people have so much fear that they just leave.
0: Um, the fear that is somebody's going to find out,
1: or, it, or it's just going to be. Do you think it's that, or it's just that it's like going to be so overwhelming that I won't be able to handle it?
0: That's why I think unpacking it slowly is important.
1: Mm-hmm. I know a a lot of people a
0: good spiritual advisor is so important because so many people just are like come on dive down deep and you're like I'm not ready to go there Mm -hmm. and um I think that's that is you know that has to be respected I think that needs I think people have to listen to people and I think people have to um I think people really need to take the time and realize that some people aren't like us and they need time.
1: Yeah, and a lot of new people really need that, I think.
0: They need time and everybody wants to rush you through it really quickly and I get it. And I think back in the day, you know, a long time ago when at least the 12 step program was invented 83 years ago or something, I think that it was a different time and I think today people have more stuff that's going on that you would never, ever, ever think is going on. And I don't want people to get scared away because they didn't do whatever they think they're supposed to do properly. And right. I think as, especially as um, I think, especially as alcoholics, we want to be perfect at this. We're mm-hmm. like, we want to get this done perfectly. And it's so important to do it perfectly. And, uh, uh, and there is no perfection.
1: No, that's uh that's a really good that you brought that up. You know, cause <clears throat> I mean, perfectionism really runs, you know, deep in with alcoholics. So deep. And, uh, you know, the problem with perfectionism is it tends to, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but it's okay. You nothing, don't have to worry about it. Nothing gets done. So, you know, I, I there's a, a saying I really like that That's really applies to this too. And that is, you know, don't let the best get in the way of the good enough. And that's all it needs to be is it just needs to be good enough. You know doesn't need to be the best it's not going to be the worst it just needs to be good enough and good enough is it means that you've managed to lighten up your load a little bit that's all
0: don't let somebody put pressure you into not doing a little bit because mm-hmm. if you're like i feel like i wrote this and this made me feel a little freer hey baby that's all it's about yep. getting a little bit of freedom Mm -hmm. so that you start to like yourself a little bit more and that the load isn't so heavy that we carry around Mm -hmm. right exactly it's not perfect I mean I don't think it's ever going to be perfect never
1: ever ever there's no human that can be perfect at anything
0: no and so once you give that up I mean I feel like I'm blessed in that I've never been done anything perfectly (laughs) it's true I remember when I was younger my mom's like needle I was I've been needle pointing since I was five years old pretty much my whole mm-hmm. life. And, um, and I'd meet a point my mom would be like, look at your backs, they look terrible. And I'd be like, yeah, that's me. They're not perfect. They're not perfect. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. So from a young age, I'd have to get to that place where I was like, I'm not perfect. When they'd have the quiet contest, I'm like, I'm out. I'm not winning a quiet contest. I will lose the quiet contest because <laughs> I want to talk. So uh-huh. from day one, I did that.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But I think taking the time to give it just a little bit just to write a little bit. And the longer you stay without a drink, the more stuff will come out. It's Absolutely. just a total new thing that you're going to be doing that you're just gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna start doing this. Even though it feels weird that I'm writing this stuff down. It's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's worth it.
1: But we can both assure you that just doing it's going to make you feel better.
0: Oh my god, just doing it. Even one thing. I don't yeah. even care if it's one sentence, you'll, whatever you'll it is, just, it's, so like, it's like, oh, I did it. It doesn't have to be 10 pages long. It doesn't have to be in format. It doesn't have to be anything. It just has to be your handwriting. we be done in a crayon. Shit, whatever you want to do it in.
1: It's so funny. There was, a, I used to go to this meeting. There was this guy that he was from New York City and so he had the New York City attitude and he was a lot of fun and he would talk about, he'd like to talk about the fourth step. And he always said the same thing. He goes, you know, the first time I did a fourth step, I had the sponsor and he was like bugging me and bugging me. Like you got to do a fourth step. You got to do a fourth step. And so I finally, I wrote down, I wrote like, I wrote like, I don't know, like two and a half pages of stuff. And so this he just he just picked it up and he just threw in the trash and he said, That's that's not enough. You can do better than that. So he said, So then I sat down and I wrote 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 and I, wrote and I gave him this thing that was like this thick and he picked it up and he looked at me, he threw it in the trash and he said, You're not that important. Now I'm gonna show you how to do it.
0: <laughs> oh my god, and Isn't he stayed funny? sober. Oh,
1: absolutely. He's been sober for like forty-five years, but they were, you know. First of all, it's guys, right? And it just was kind of different, like 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, it was more like a, like a. a locker it sounds like it was forty-five attitude. years ago. It was a long time ago for him. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago for him.
0: And it's um, it's imperative that you at least take the time to realize. Like, I'm gonna write some stuff down about myself, and somebody might not ever read it.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think you're right you talk about I, I, that's what i always tell people too is like let's start let's st- start closest to you and then kind of work out and see where you want to get to so we'll start with you and then we'll start with your family and we'll start with then we'll go to the people you grew up with and then you know and you can go from there and you can kind of you know go in whatever direction you want to or not you know but i think i i think that's the most important thing is you know it's the people you live with now and probably the people you grew up with are the most important ones besides yourself
0: yeah and i think that don't give up before the miracle happens
1: No, absolutely i think no. the
0: most important thing is like not drinking so that's number one if you haven't drank and you're like even considering this i'm going to say to you Woo-hoo!
1: well nothing works you must be running one. with that's gas right.
0: yeah that's mm-hmm. like pretty great because mm-hmm. i think that a lot of people don't even get to that place and if you've gotten to this place where you're like, I want to change some more, I want to do a little more work. This is some work, this is some work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And doing that is, I just have to commend you if, you're, if you are here and you're doing this or you want to even do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're even interested in listening to this.
1: But I'm telling you, it's not that bad, you know? It's, it's a, if bad. you
0: do a little bit at a time, Yeah, it's just not that that's bad. what I needed to
1: do. Yeah.
2: A little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. It's
1: yeah, but it's, it's not, doesn't need to be this thing. I I. I tried, I wanted to try this different method one time. So I had, I had this, uh, this special method of how to do the fourth step. And so the sponsor told me, he said, you need to, uh, you have two weeks, you need to write down the name of every person you've ever met in your life.
0: Yeah, I don't remember everybody.
1: And, uh, and he said, I said, he said, because they're all going to go on your resentment list, because anyone you've ever met you had a resentment towards. That's their theory of this, right? And uh, it was—it's uh, it's just crazy. I'm like that's way too much. That's that's just that's going way overboard.
0: <laughs> I mean, some people are into doing that, and yeah. I just think it's that. Like a, if it, oh if yeah, I met
1: a guy forty-four years ago. I met a guy on a train. I remember, you know, whatever. Uh, well, I remember well, my next door neighbor when I was two?
0: Like I don't remember. I don't remember. I have a really bad memory. I really Mm -hmm. do. I do not, and I do take lines, main, but I still do not have a great memory. I don't have a great memory. I know. I can't remember where
1: my phone is, but I can remember what happened when I was one. It's crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like I cannot remember that at all. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything. I have to look up dates all the time. I have no idea. I'm terrible with all that. Terrible. Mm -hmm. I don't have a brain like that. Mm -hmm. Now remember somebody's face for sure. And I'll go on my Rolodex and I'll be like, how do I know that person? How do I know that person? How do I know that person?
1: And you use it figured out.
0: I do. Sometimes it's after I've left a building yes. that I've seen the person, but mm-hmm. I will, I mean, there's people who are like, do you I just don't remember. I, there's so much goes on in my brain sometimes that it's just overload and I just don't remember. Well, and pretty- I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I just don't remember.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think you hurt people's feelings. Anymore.
0: I hope not. Well, I'm, I I know I'm sure I pissed some people off. Not everybody I saw this shirt that somebody had on. It says not everybody likes me. I'm like, I'm not everybody's taste or something. It's like I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not everybody's taste. That's okay. I like it's okay. I, it's like not everybody's gonna like me. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. If, if I like me, that's all I'm that's, that's what I'm really, getting. That's, that's, that's the where, most where I'm trying thing. to get to. And yes. you like me.
1: Well, I love you. Oh,
0: yeah. he loves me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But I do like you as well. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. My kids like me, I think, kind of, yeah. They yeah. like me. Mm-hmm. They're my friends like me.
1: It's yeah. good. It's good. All this right. is an
0: awesome podcast. This was good.
1: I think that, yeah, I guess we'll uh, pick it up next week with uh, Step 5.
0: Step 5. With that, reach out. Reach out and call me if you need to. No, email me. I'm going to give you my email address. And um, I have some changes coming in the really? future. Yeah, there's some changes happening at Busy Living Soba.
1: Tell us about it. I'm not going You, can't, it right you can't tell about no. it. Can't tell mm. about Ooh, it. see, that's something, that's a teaser.
0: It's a teaser, could you come back next time? Mm. Um, no, I, I'll write it something eventually. It's going to happen, I just need to, I'm still pondering.
1: Gotcha. Pondering, but there's changes. I'm kind of excited, I haven't, I haven't heard about this.
0: He hasn't. Oh. No, not everybody gets to hear the ins and outs of Busy Living Soba from Busy. But anyway. I'm
1: not in the inner circle
0: there is no inner circle. This is the circle. See, (laughs) circle. Um, no, I do have advisors and people and you are one of them. And Mm -hmm. so it's just sitting with them what I'm deciding to do, but there could be changes coming up. And, um, I want you to know that if you're out there and you're listening or you're watching us on YouTube, um, please subscribe to our channel. You know, it's awesome. I think because, uh, it'd be nice to subscribe. If you like what you hear now, if you don't like what you hear, don't subscribe, (laughs) don't subscribe. (laughs) Stop listening. But if you, um, but if you like what you hear and you want to reach out, you can always reach me at busy, b i z z y at busylivingsober.com. And that's B-U-S-Y, livingsober.com. You got it, right? I got it. I got mm-hmm. that right. And then I was just going to say, if you can't figure, if you forget that, you can always reach me at Elizabeth, at elizabethchance.com as well. Look at that. I have two. How about that? Two, two email address actually. More than if different.
1: you want to reach me, you have to, you have to email her. <laughs> because i don't have any email
0: and um if you're out there and you're struggling we're thinking of you and um our prayers go out to you and we send you big kisses Mm -hmm. lots of love Mm -hmm. and until next time keep getting busy living sober sober bye bye everybody take care
1: bye